The following program is for informational and educational purposes only. This program does not replace medical, mental health, or psychological diagnosis and treatment prescribed by your personal physician, psychologist, therapist, or other health care provider. Please consult your provider for diagnosis and care before beginning or changing any program or idea discussed. Welcome to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with host Kristen Harper. She's here to give you those extra tips that you don't always get from other health and wellness programs. Kristen has all the bases covered and just a bit more. Now, here is your host, Kristen Harper. Welcome to my radio show. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. And looking forward to today's episode. Uh, Today we'll be talking about temperature checks to change ballots and the psychological effects of children going back to school. I will be interviewing Daniel McCarthy. He is a U.S. Senate candidate representing Arizona. I will be interviewing him for the first 30 minutes. And then after him, I will be interviewing Steve Daniels, and we will be talking about the psychological effects of children going back to school. So today, we will discuss uh, temperature checks required in Arizona to change ballot address mail-in status because of, and I call it, well, this is actually Steve's term, uh, Steve Daniels, uh, the coronavirus scamdemic. Uh, what are Daniel McCarthy's thoughts on the coronavirus Arizona stay-at-home order that we have had? He is a U.S. Senate candidate hoping to represent Arizona. And also the psychological effects of children going back to school. You will learn about the CDC school guidelines, including daily health checks and more. And also uh, massage therapy is wonderful for people who have uh, PTSD. So before I bring on Daniel McCarthy, I just want to run through my thoughts. And I'm going to make this really fast because we have a lot to cover today and I have two guests. Uh, So I want to talk to Daniel McCarthy about this here soon, here in Arizona, especially like in Pima County. Uh, Daniel McCarthy had posted a video on social media. If you want to change your ballot address, mail-in status, you cannot unless your temperature is taken. And my thoughts on this, I feel it is so, so wrong. Uh, Also, in regards to the coronavirus uh, lockdown uh, from day one, I have called it a fraud. Uh, Marco Trikovich He's been on my show in the past a couple of times, and he has called it a scam and a lie. <laughs> then uh, Steve Daniels was on my radio show previously one time and calls it a scamdemic. We will be talking about the CDC guidelines for children to go back to school. I feel it is so wrong. I do feel that there will be psychological effects. I am concerned that children will end up, you know, having this fear and and going through trauma as well. And also, I want to mention that there has been poor leadership in the U.S. Senate uh, here in uh, Arizona, you know, representing uh, Arizona in the past. We've had uh, Flake, uh, McCain, and others, and just had terrible voting records. We also have had uh, candidates, um, including uh, Kelly Ward, who challenged uh, Senator Republican John McCain in the primary for U.S. Senate in 2016, and uh, I feel that she's had a terrible voting record as well because she was an Arizona state senator, and she was actually my state senator when I lived in Mojave County for a long time, and uh, Steve Daniels and I, when we had a previous episode, I talked about her uh, terrible voting record, including that she voted yes on SB 1469, as well as 14 other Republican uh, senators. And basically, um, Biggs introduced this in the past. It's a reconciliation budget bill, former amendment to SB 1038 bill, which basically um, took all 11 employees away from the Superintendent Douglas and a $1.7 million budget and taking the board into a fully funded agency. So basically, you know, Kelly Ward stands for taking away authority from an elected official and handing it over to a group of czars, which is the Board of Education. And then in regards to uh, Daniel McCarthy, you can go to demanddaniel.com. 
Uh, I did get to meet him uh, April 30th at the state capitol in Phoenix, Arizona. I do appreciate him. He has been at the protests at the Arizona state capitol. He is uh, against the uh, previous stay-at-home order here in Arizona. He has supported to reopen Arizona and supports the recall of Arizona uh, Governor Ducey. And um, I had a picture taken with Daniel McCarthy, Josh Barnett, congressional candidate, David, Senator uh, Farnsworth. I got to meet him for the first time. And he is, uh, David Farnsworth is aware of the New World Order. And I did ask him directly that he does support the recall of Governor Ducey. And I just feel like in Arizona, like for, especially for um, uh, U.S. Senate, Arizona wants a change. We've just had poor leadership in the past. It's time for a change. And I do support Daniel McCarthy, uh, Josh Barnett. And then just real quick, a health and wellness tip here. I do recommend massage therapy to improve health, especially those who are pursuing healing to overcome PTSD, uh, to release trauma. What happens when you have PTSD is you can actually have unbalanced chakras that are uh, closed, especially the heart chakra. And uh, chakras are energy centers, and information about your chakras can actually be revealed through quantum biofeedback, which I, I do have this sophisticated technology that reveals a lot about your health. And I am certified level one and level two. And so what happens is when you have these unbalanced chakras, your muscles can get really tight, especially in your back, especially your upper back where your heart chakra is. And so it's important to get massages done on a regular basis. And you can see a massage therapist to massage your back, especially your upper back where your heart chakra is. Or you can get a wall massager, which is spelled W-A-H-L. You can get one of those. It has a long handle where you can easily reach behind to your back and massage your back, including your upper back. And then also, like in regards to a massage, you just want to make sure you put only natural products on your skin because a lot of products today, body care products, have toxins and you can absorb the toxins into your body. So you want only natural products. You can go without a product or you could use even, for example, olive oil something that is natural. So let me get started here and uh, bring Daniel McCarthy on. Daniel McCarthy is a U.S. Senate candidate running to represent Arizona. It is an honor to have Daniel McCarthy on my radio show. Thank you very much for having me. I, I appreciate it very much. Thank you for the opportunity, and I look forward to a great conversation, of course, but um, thank you for all the work that you've been doing. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Uh, so, uh, Daniel, uh, will you be able to tell my listeners more about your background and why you're running for U.S. Senate to represent Arizona? Sure. Yeah, my family and I have been living the American dream. We have my my wife and I, in 17 years, uh, have four beautiful kids. Uh, we have, when I say the American dream, I mean we've had success in business, uh, in multiple business endeavors that we've done. And those, those have led to us bringing in tens of millions of dollars from around the world into Arizona. So we've, our, our entire background is entrepreneurial business. Uh, of course, just our family, we've been dedicated towards raising our four kids. Uh, the age ranges are 16 all the way down to 10. Uh, so we've been watching the state of politics here uh, in Arizona uh, for a long time. I've been involved with the party. Uh, when I say the party, I mean the Republican Party. I've been a donor for... If I found a politician that I liked, I'd get behind that person. Obviously, in 2016, I spent a lot of money on uh, getting Donald Trump elected, and we also spent a lot of time. Uh, we felt like Washington, D.C. needed some disruption, and we worked hard to get that disruption. Uh, this was a last resort for me to jump into politics as a candidate. It's something that I felt that we needed to do out of responsibility and obligation to our country because our, our political system is failing. Uh, and it's failing on purpose. You have individuals that are systematically and with a lot of sophistication, they are attacking us from within. So we're in a really interesting spot. I call it a war. We're, we're in the midst of a war right now. It's just that Americans aren't fully aware yet. They haven't fully grasped the war that we're in. 
Uh, but we're in the midst of a very complex war. And if we need to send very bright people to Washington, D.C. to unwind this mess that's been created. Yes, um, I have to say, I'm just I to your website and uh, reading your bio, and I'm just really impressed, especially with your entrepreneurship. I mean, you're so successful and you're so young. It's incredible. We've been blessed. You know, I've... I got to tell you that from a business was kind of an easy fit for me. We, we just gravitated towards a business really young and uh, we had some really good luck along the way. God's been good to us. This country has been fantastic, obviously. And uh, we've, we've enjoyed what many people have uh, suffered for. I mean, 1.1, over 1.1 million people uh, were killed in, in combat for this country. And yesterday being Memorial day, obviously uh, it, it, it just, it, for me, this felt like, my way of giving back to the country because for me, I've been able to watch this systematic attack from within. And I finally decided as a candidate was going to be the most effective place for me. But by the way, it was very reluctant. I, this was a last resort to get in as a candidate. It was only because I realized that if I didn't, uh, our state was going to turn Royal blue and I do not want to move from Arizona. I love Arizona. Like many people, we all migrated here. A lot of us migrated here because this was the Barry Goldwater uh, conservative you know, uh, Mecca. And I just wanted to, I wanted to be able to participate in making sure that we keep that culture and keep that tradition of Arizona. Yes. And I'm so glad you got in because I don't think we really have any other good choices at this point. Do you want to talk about Martha McSally who you're running against? Sure. So this primary is a Republican primary for a special election. Martha was appointed after she lost uh, the other Senate seat. So she was the Republican candidate that won the Senate primary for the Republicans in 2018, but she lost the general election. So the general election, we ended up with one Democrat. Well, our governor uh, ended up appointing Martha after she had lost, which was obviously a big mistake because a lot of people obviously didn't vote for Martha because they don't like her. She's she has a very liberal voting record in the House. She voted for Obama spending. She voted for uh, a lot of Obama's uh, policies. She was right there voting for. So the conservatives of the state rejected Martha, and then she was appointed after John McCain died to the other Senate seat that we have. So when I jumped into the race, I said, if I didn't do it, I realized that no one was going to. And we can't afford to lose another Senate seat because the Democrat on the other side is a much more formidable opponent than uh, Kirsten Cinema is. So we needed to put somebody on the table that could actually win. So I can tell you that I'm a constitutional conservative. We do not bend. We do not negotiate. There's no more compromising to do. Uh, we need someone that is going to represent the interest of our Constitution, and that's it. So it's it's an easy race. It's, uh, it's just Martha and I on the ballot. So when the ballots come in the mail for the Republican primary, if you are a Republican that votes in the primary, which I strongly hope that all of you do, <laughs> um, and if you're, not, if you're a Democrat or an independent, you've got to change that so you can vote for us, of course, in the Republican primary. But uh, we need all the help we can get. And, Daniel, do you know of any candidates that did not make it to the ballot or withdrew or were disqualified? I'm just curious. Yeah, there was a there was a lot of people that were that were jumping in as candidates. There was I think there was like eight of us uh, initially, and then it whittled down to where it's just Martha and I um, that were able to get enough signatures to get on the ballot. So there's it's just a two person runoff at this point. Uh, whoever gets the majority is the Republican candidate that will face the Democrat in November. And do you know if Ward Kelly Ward even attempted to pursue this run at all? As far as uh, trying to make it on the to, ballot? No, I, I don't. No, she did not. She, she, I know there's some circulation of stuff because she ran last election cycle in 2018. Um, uh, Kelly ran against Martha in the primary and lost to Martha, uh, which that's a whole nother, uh, a whole nother can of worms that we don't need to get into, I don't think. But <laughs> I'd be happy to if you want to. But it, you can't write this script, what, what's going on in Arizona. You can't write this story. And I'm just curious. I mean, before we go to a quick break here, would you be able to just let my listeners know like what your thoughts are on 
uh, Senator John McCain, uh, Senator Flake, we had him in uh, the U.S. Senate, and then also Kelly Ward. I'm just curious what your thoughts are. Yeah, yeah so John McCain was a tyrant. Uh, he had a machine put together here in Arizona that was so dirty and so bad. I mean, if people only knew uh, some of the things that, that people, I mean, it's, it's not good. He was, a, he was a, not a, what people think he was. And then all, all those individuals that you described are part of that system. So that McCain machine, which controlled the state for as long as they have, um, you know, all they did was create a very complex uh, machine that, <laughs> frankly, has control in Arizona. So the McCain machine, uh, we need to put an end to it right away. Okay. And any thoughts on Flake and Ward? And if I'm pressuring you too uh, much, I mean, you don't have to answer either. You know, I'm just curious what your thoughts are. No, 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 no. I, I, I would love to talk about both of them. Uh, Flake, Flake is exactly what his name describes. I mean, the guy was just a <laughs> he was a complete phony. I mean, he was a, he was a complete phony. And then Kelly Ward is controlled opposition. I, I'm pretty confident that she's either just incompetent or or she's actually uh, manipulating the situation because she's now the chair of the Republican Party. And she's doing exactly what she was saying she was fighting against uh, when she was running two years ago as a candidate. So she's either controlled opposition or just uh, she was compromised when she got in office as a chairwoman for the party. I have no idea, but I could care less. I've given up hope on her. I've given up hope on pretty much most of them. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I'm just so glad you're awake, and I'm so glad that you're running. So, uh, listeners, uh, we need to go to a quick break here, and we'll be back very soon. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on voiceamerica.com, on the Health and Wellness channel, and also on KFNX. Please stay tuned, and we'll be back very soon. Your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness speaker and founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Get a virtual health coaching or hair mineral analysis package at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com to help you get healthy and stay healthy. Also, go to kristenharperspeaks.com to hire Kristen Harper, a health and wellness speaker, for one of your events. Be sure to visit both of Kristen's websites, perfecthealthconsultingservices.com and k-r-i-s-t-e-n harperspeaks.com. Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. Do you feel that you aren't at your best when it comes to your personal health? Even if your doctor gives you a clean bill of health and says everything is in working order, perhaps you aren't feeling at the top of your game. Dr. Rebecca Risk overcame pain and fatigue despite all tests to the contrary. Learn how she put her health back on track and how you can too on Falling Through the Cracks. Live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at kristenharperspeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N at kristenharperspeaks.com. Now, back to tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated. We are back. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on voiceamerica.com, on the Health and Wellness Channel, also on KFNX. Uh, today is all about temperature checks to change ballots and psychological effects of children going back to school. And I have been talking to U.S. Senate candidate Daniel McCarthy. He's running to represent Arizona. Uh, so, Daniel, would you be able to let my listeners know what are your thoughts on the Arizona stay-at-home order that we had? Yeah, it's completely unconstitutional. And it's not only is it unconstitutional, they are 
they are performing an exercise to jolt the American people uh, to a new normal. And it's all about control. It's all about uh, some agenda. Uh, that agenda, you can speculate, you can theorize, but I always try to relate it to what people understand in common vernacular, which is this is a communist-style agenda. This is a Marxist-style agenda to move the American public to a way of life that we're not familiar with. And the reason they're doing this, I don't really care, and I, and I don't really necessarily know, but what I can tell you is it has to stop. So when you have people like our governor coming on television and saying that you'll be thrown in jail for six months and fined $2,500 if you violate uh, the, the orders, which he has no business putting in place, the, the American people have forgotten in a lot of ways that our government doesn't function that way. The government doesn't tell us what to do. We tell them what to do. And exactly. this has been an exercise to reverse that type of culture, which we've been going down a path for many years now of people forgetting how this country was set up and why our Constitution is the way that it is and what is what is personal freedom and individual rights mean. So now we're in a, a really unique spot where most of the public, they're just going along and complying with these orders, not understanding that it's it's a very bad agenda that's pushing it. Um, you, you mentioned the video that was produced. I have obviously a lot of people that send me stuff because they'll, they know that I have a big mouth and I'll talk about it. Well, I, I received this video from somebody saying, Daniel, they are stopping people from changing their information with the secretary of state's office, uh, for, uh, their voting for, so their ballots. It, it's, so think about this for a second. Now, you have to wear a mask. You have to be temperature checked. You have to go through this process to change your ballot. I mean, this is this is incredibly wrong. So, I, I have to tell everybody that, in my estimation, uh, if the American people don't wake up and wake up quickly, uh, the repercussions are are going to take generations to fix. So we've uh, we're in a, we're in a war. Like I said, that's the only way I can describe it. It's just a very complex war. It is. Absolutely. I agree 100% with you. And so, obviously, I talked about this earlier, but obviously you are in support of recalling Governor Ducey. I'm, I'm in favor of every legal mechanism possible to have to put repercussions on every elected official, uh, either by recall, either by lawsuits, um, either by petitions and, and uh, initiatives. Uh, I support everybody and every effort for every legal uh, opportunity to fight back against these Orwellian measures. These are Orwellian measures uh, that our government officials are, are participating in. So, yes, uh, I'm in support of every, <laughs> every legal option possible. Please, everybody, jump in and do anything. <laughs> I would support everything. And, uh, Daniel, I mean, there's employees that are going back to work now. Like in, here in Arizona, I've even talked to some people, and their employers are now re, requiring a coronavirus testing and temperature checks. And what do you think of that? I mean, I just feel yeah, it's I, I, ridiculous. Well, I'm it's I'm glad you brought it up. I, I would encourage I would encourage everybody to change their buying habits quickly, uh, and stop supporting organizations that are that are obviously participating in this facade. Uh, they are doing it for a reason. Uh, they are playing with the government for a reason. Uh, they're in bed with them to obviously for benefits for themselves. So it's, I think it's very important that the American people, uh, they participate with their pocketbooks by not supporting these businesses that are, that are playing in this game. Yes, um, absolutely. I agree completely. So uh, we have a few minutes left. Is there anything else that you would like to discuss? Like any Last comments from my listeners here. Yeah, I would love to. And if, if your audience would just, if I could talk to your audience and, and explain just the importance of getting involved now. You know, I, I know what it's like to, to be, um, you know, so focused on your day-to-day -day life, your family, your business, your work, whatever, that you, you don't want to pay attention to politics because, frankly, it's dirty, it's corrupt, and everybody already knows a lot of these things. But what, what I'm suggesting to everybody is is that that luxury doesn't exist any longer. We need everyone to now start to plug in and get involved, start asking questions. 
start getting involved with your council meetings, your city council meetings, your uh, your local Republican meetings. Or you know, obviously, I'm, I'm encouraging you to come to the Republican meetings, but get involved with uh, the PC meetings, which is becoming a precinct committeeman. Um, become involved with your uh, board of supervisor meetings. We need everyone to engage, and and it happens from the ground up. So if you're sitting out there and you're thinking to yourself that your voice has no impact, you are so wrong. Every voice matters. So if I could just tell everybody to mobilize around a good candidate, uh, obviously my candidacy, uh, we represent a free market constitutionalist. Uh, this is a this is a candidacy that doesn't happen very often. I have no strings attached. I have no PAC money. I have no Washington, D.C. money. All I have is grassroots Arizonans that want a constitutional conservative in the United States Senate. So I would encourage all of your listeners to go to demanddaniel.com, support our candidacy, of course, by way of time, talent, and treasure. We'll take all three of them. Again, that's your time, your talent, uh, and your treasure. Uh, I really appreciate the opportunity of speaking on your show because uh, I know this is getting involved with politics is not necessarily the theme of your show. So it's, I love it, and it's very encouraging to see great people like yourself stepping up and saying, you know what? I want to educate my audience on, on what's going on out here. So this is for John McCain's previously held Senate seat. Uh, we hope, again, to bring back that um, Barry Goldwater's you know, constitutional conservatism uh, to Arizona. So thank you again so much for having me. Oh, and then, and Daniel, I feel like uh, freedom and health actually ties in together because without freedom, we really can't be healthy, you know, because they, they can force uh, vaccines on us or you know, big pharma. And my approach is all about getting healthy naturally. So I feel like it all ties in together in a way, you know? Absolutely. No, that's a, that's a great point. I mean, you're, you're, uh, you are very right. <laughs> it's a good, good point. I, I, I love the fact uh, that everyone's starting to wake up. It seems like more and more people daily are waking up to what's going on. So please keep on talking and telling everybody um, that it's time to take back our government. Again, demanddaniel.com. Thank you. Okay, thank you so much, and I wish you the best with your race. Take care. And this is uh, Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on voiceamerica.com, on the Health and Wellness channel, and also on KFNX. And now I am going to bring in my next guest here, uh, Steve Daniels. Uh, he's been on my show in the past. Steve Daniels never wanted to be in politics, but he felt compelled to be. He has always had a finger on the pulse of the political landscape as he grew up in a conservative household that was active in local politics. As a young boy, he used to attend city council and precinct meetings with his parents. He was a Ron Paul for president supporter in 2008 and again in 2012. In 2015 to 2016, he was very active on social media to help spread the Make America Great Again message in order to help elect President Donald J. Trump. In 2018, his local activism was ignited when he connected with a local parents' rights group that focuses on education. Purple for Parents was formed to fight back against the leftist, progressive, Red for Ed movement in Arizona. Steve realized that the battle being waged in the classroom for our kids' hearts and minds was crucial. He believed that the indoctrination must end. He was able to connect with other very effective warriors to push back against the leftist agenda. Heading towards the 2020 election, Steve connected with constitutional conservative candidate for U.S. Senate, Daniel McCarthy. Steve has been a supporter even before the day McCarthy announced his run. As the scamdemic hit, Steve saw that there was a sinister globalist motive behind the attacks on our liberties and has been leading the charge on the front lines in Arizona to fight back against the tyranny. He started the Open Arizona Movement with the first Patriots Day Freedom Rally on April 20th, 2020, held down at the Arizona State Capitol. He, along with many fellow patriots, have been fighting day in and day out. Steve and his fellow patriots will continue to fight, and they will not stop until our liberties are restored. And I will be talking uh, to uh, Steve Daniels about the psychological effects of children going back to school, and he will be discussing the CDC guidelines. 
it is an honor to have Steve Daniels back on my radio show. Thank you, Kristen. It's an honor to be back. I appreciate it. And how's it going today? Uh, it's going pretty good. I enjoyed the conversation that you had with uh, with Daniel before. Uh, pretty informative, so thank you for that. Yes, it was um, excellent. And so I'm looking forward to our discussion here. So I would like you to get into details here and uh, let my listeners know about the CDC guidelines for children to go back to school. I know you've been doing research on this and, you know, uh, Steve's been involved with education here in Arizona. He's a local activist. And so I thought he would be a perfect guest to uh, come back on my show. So what are your thoughts just based on research? I appreciate that. Yeah, so it's very interesting with what's going on with the CDC guidance, and we've seen it play out with the businesses, et cetera, and as far as uh, how the states and the local municipalities have been, re, quote, unquote, reopening. Um, our concern, and again, with Purple for Parents, the Parents' Rights Group, our concern is that these schools are going to overstep their boundaries from a parents' rights last personal liberty standpoint, uh, just to cover kind of a few of the key bullet points from the CDC uh, for reopening schools. They're asking, and again, this is guidance, so it's up to the individual states, the districts, the schools as far as how they'll implement. But from what we've seen, the guidance that's been put out there, they've essentially just taken boilerplate and put it into play. Uh, so, for example, they want uh, anyone to wear a mask over the age of two no sharing of any items or supplies, all belongings in individual cubbies or labeled containers, no sharing of electronic devices, toys, games, or learning aids. Uh, They want all the desks to be six feet apart, all facing the same direction. Uh, This is an interesting one, distance on school buses, one child per seat, and they skip rows. I don't know how they're going to have enough school buses to accommodate that. Uh, They want sneeze guards and partitions whenever you can't be six feet apart. They want one-way routes and hallways, tapes on sidewalks and walls to assure kids stay six feet apart, Uh, physical barriers or screens between sinks and bathrooms. They want no communal shared spaces, so there's no cafeterias or playgrounds. They literally want the kids to eat in the classrooms, only prepackaged food or bags of food instead of cafeteria food. Here's a good one. No field trips, assemblies, or external organizations in the schools. They want the same children to stay with the staff all day, no switching groups or teachers. Staggered arrival and departure times for students to limit exposure to crowds of kids, and if possible, daily health and temperature checks. So that's one of the real concerning ones that I think parents have really grabbed onto is is daily health and temperature checks. Not real sure what that would look like, but from my perspective, that would be a huge infringement on personal liberty and bodily autonomy. Yeah, um, it's just, uh, it's shocking, you know, and um, I, I, I'm really against this completely, and I feel like there's going to be psychological effects on these children. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I'm not a psychologist, but I'm a parent, and just knowing how people tend to react to things, and kids especially in their formative years, I mean, they're they're trying to process all this information. I mean, you can see how damaging this has been to the the bulk of society as a whole and how the hysteria has set in and how people have reacted in a way that I never thought I would see. I mean, they've just rolled over and taken whatever the government has told them and the media has told them, which is kind of scary. Uh, so without being a, you know, a psychologist or psychiatrist, I can't imagine it's going to be a positive effect on kids as they're going through this. Um, you know, wearing, wearing a face mask. I mean, good luck getting a five-year-old to keep a face mask on. And then you have to take into account maybe the, the special education uh, kids, which that's a huge, huge topic right now. Because if you've got somebody with, a, with any sort of disorder, let's use autism, for example. Most autistic kids have sensory issues, right? So they, they may not, you know, you touch... You, put something on their head or their face in and they can't handle that. They literally will have a meltdown. So how are they going to handle the special education kids? And then 
the impacts of not being able to go outside, no playgrounds. You know, that's, that's not healthy for kids to not be able to interact outdoors, get the fresh air, the sunshine. And we know that this virus, if you will, is not been damaging to kids. So we don't really understand why they're taking such a heavy-handed approach with, with the kids as far as returning to school. And you and I both know that the CDC is corrupt. I wish we could I just get rid of it. Yeah, we just need to get rid of it, you know? What do you well, say? Well, like most government, uh, yeah, most, most government is, is not a better thing. Uh, I'm for smaller government. I think that there are way too many uh, alphabet agencies uh, that we're taking advice from. A World Health Organization not even being a United States organization, we, we take... The CDC has been taking a lot of their, their guidance from them. The CDC, again, is run by a lot of uh, quote-unquote scientists who are trying to play God, in my opinion. So uh, I uh, posted about these guidelines on Facebook, and uh, a person I know, uh, uh, one of my uh, makeup artists, she has a child, and she basically said on my timeline that she does not plan to have her uh, son go back to school at all because yeah. she's she, she's so concerned. So she's actually going to homeschool him. That's what she mentioned. We've heard a lot, a lot of parents expressing that sentiment. Uh, I saw a number posted recently. Someone did a poll, and it was somewhere around forty percent of parents are considering not sending their kids back to these uh, government indoctrination centers, as I like to call them. Now, this isn't just with government schools. Understand, uh, we've got charters, private schools. That's true. Uh, homeschool co-ops, and that, and, and we're even seeing this. For example, I just pulled this information today. Uh, there's a there's a local school down in Chandler. This is their guidance for coming back to school phase one. All employees, students, and guests on campus will re- be required to check temperature. Strict social distancing in effect. Maintain at least six feet from every person present. Uh, Avoid shaking hands. Groups limited to 10 people or fewer. Face mask required if social distancing not possible. Uh, That's kind of crazy. I mean, they are getting a lot of feedback I saw on their their Facebook page today, uh, from myself included, as far as how this is an extreme overreach. So before we go to a break here, Steve, um, let's say that there's um, parents that are just – let's say that their children go back to school and all this is taking place and the school is following the CDC guidelines and they're not happy, what can they do? What can parents do? Yeah, it's a great question. So I'd And I just wanted to mention too, like let's say that they don't even want to homeschool their children because there are parents that still want them to be in public schools, but they're just not happy. Sure. What steps can they take? I think that's tough. Uh, you may not have many options when it comes to the government schooling. Uh, each individual district is going to take their guidance from the state superintendent of public instruction and the governor, uh, the Department of Health, etc. So uh, what we're hearing is that the superintendent of public instruction, Kathy Hoffman, is supposed to issue guidance to the districts sometime in the next few weeks. At that point, it'll be up to the individual districts. You're going to need to put parents are going to need to put extreme pressure on their school boards and their superintendents as to, as far as how they're going to implement this. Uh, they're the ones that will be in charge of that, the school boards especially. So you better show up to those meetings, whether they're in person or online. You better be writing, calling, emailing, you know, whatever you can do to get to these people because they're the ones that are going to implement these the guidance and uh, put, put policies in place. Okay, so um, that's uh, good advice, uh, Steve. So, uh, listeners, this is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. We need to go to a quick break, and I have been talking to Steve Daniels about the CDC guidelines for children to go back to school and the psychological effects. Please stay tuned. Your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness speaker and founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. 
Get a virtual health coaching or hair mineral analysis package at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com to help you get healthy and stay healthy. Also, go to kristenharperspeaks.com to hire Kristen Harper, a health and wellness speaker, for one of your events. Be sure to visit both of Kristen's websites, perfecthealthconsultingservices.com and K-R-I-S-T-E-N, harperspeaks.com. Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. Are you ready to live to 100? Join Dr. Joe Casciani and his program that shows us that age is just a number. You can age with fresh and inspiring perspectives, whether it's staying physically fit or keeping mentally fit. With great stories, plenty of advice about successful aging, and brighter outlooks, you just might join those who are living to 100. The Living to 100 Club is broadcast live every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at kristenharperspeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N at kristenharperspeaks.com. Now, back to tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated. We are back. This is Kristen Harper, video show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on voiceamerica.com on the Health and Wellness Channel, also on X. And I have been talking to Steve Daniels about the CDC guidelines for children to go back to school and the psychological effects of children. And uh, I have quite a bit I still want to talk to Steve about in regards to uh, children uh, school options, uh, pur- purple for parents. But before we do that, Steve, because uh, I talked to uh, Daniel McCarthy earlier about employees. You know, the employees are going back to work now, and there are, there's many employers that are requiring, even in Arizona, requiring coronavirus testing and temperature checks. So uh, what do you think of this, and what can employees do if they're not happy with this and they don't want to, uh, per, you know, provide their temperature. Yeah, that's that's a tough one, Kristen. I agree. I, I would not be comfortable with that personally. I think it's an extreme overreach, again, a, a violation of personal liberty. It's tough when it's an employer because Arizona being an at-will employment state, I'm not an attorney, so I can't give legal advice, but I would probably consult one if that if that's what you're running into. Um, just to give you a little bit of an example, I, the CDC was also giving some guidance for schools to to um, maintain quarantine zones or, or a, a room where they could you know segregate somebody who might be experiencing some some symptoms they may think could be COVID related. So uh, imagine this example, and I, I sent this to a friend. I said, imagine your kid's not feeling good. They go to see the nurse. They've got a fever. The nurse puts the kid in the quarantine room. And then they report your kid to the contact tracing authorities, contact tracing, something we discussed previously. Um, And then you show up at your school to pick up your kid and you're not complying with their agenda. They want you to do ABC and you're like telling them, no, I'm just going to take my kid home. They're okay. We're just going to go get some rest. And at that point, then the school may, you know, they could report you to the authorities. And we've seen instances of similar things called medical kidnapping where let's say you get home and the DCS and the police are there and they've got an order from a judge who essentially is a rubber stamp for DCS to remove the kid from the home based on a doctor's order. So this is something that does happen already. As I mentioned, it's called medical kidnapping. It's actually a massive problem in Arizona. It is something that people should research because this is where this could, could head. Uh, there was a case on a Chandler recently in the last year, and I forget the exact details, but essentially what happened is the kid had a fever. They took him to the to the urgent care. I think he was like 102, 103, somewhere around there. And the doctor said, well, you know, I'd probably take him. Or I think they took him to the, like the family doctor, and then the doctor said, take him to urgent care. He's got a fever that's high. Between the time he left the doctor and they were heading home, uh, the fever broke or reduced, so the parents just went home. 
and the doctor called to check up on him. They told him they hadn't taken him in. At that point, the doctor then alerted the authorities. Is like, I think that they should have taken the kid in. Because they didn't, they got a judge's order. The police came and literally knocked their door down, took the kids out of their home, and the parents had to fight to get their kids back. So that's called medical kidnapping. That happens all the time currently. So it's something people should be aware of. And Steve, I don't know, this just came to my mind right now, but I don't know if you've even heard of this, and I don't think a lot of people know about this, but let's say that there's a child that ends up you know, with a cancer, right? Mm-hmm. If, a, if a parent wants to maybe take a, a let's say, a do holistic, um, like a holistic service or see a naturopathic yeah. physician, or um, they're basically forced into chemotherapy. Are you aware of that? Yes. This is happening in the United States. That, that- yeah, I'm not a, I'm not an expert when it comes to this, but I've I've heard enough to be dangerous and I've I've been hearing of cases where if you as a parent are not agreeing with the doctor's recommendations, you're putting your you and your family at risk with with legal issues, potentially having your child removed. So, again, I can't speak to specifics, but I have heard that's a problem. It's just very concerning that as a parent, you don't have the right to choose how you want to handle your own family and how you want to treat, have your own, you know, your own kid treated essentially. Um, Just because one doctor says it's right doesn't mean it is. You know, you could go talk to multiple doctors and maybe to your point, look at holistic options because we know big pharma doesn't necessarily have people's best interest in mind all the time. Exactly. It should be the parent's uh, decision. Uh, So, so, uh, Steve, let's talk about, you wanted to talk about a website and some school options, Purple for Parents. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I would definitely say if parents have questions, they're concerned about what's coming with the new school year, uh, looking for different options, definitely join Purple for Parents on Facebook. It's a private group. Uh, It's really about parents' rights. It grew out of resistance for the Red Fred movement. But it, it's been a great resource for myself and other, other parents and families as far as different school options and different resources they may need to battle certain situations they're dealing with. Uh, there's also a website called publicschoolexit.com. This is a resource that was provided by one of the members. And there are many lists. So if you go on there and you click the link school options, it'll give you a long list of alternative school options because to your point, you brought up, well, what if parents, you know, don't have an option to not send their kid back to a public school? Well, there may be other options available. There are ESA programs, uh, education scholarship accounts, where they might be able to actually take the money that was the tax dollars designated for their kid at at a government school and move that over to a charter or private school. Uh, So that's always an option. So join Purple for, Purple for Parents and then also look at publicschoolexit.com. Okay, those are uh, great resources. And so uh, I just found out recently you're going to be running for a political position. Do you want to talk about that? Sure. Uh, I hate to call it a political position because it's for a school board. However, as you know, Daniel was speaking earlier with you, he said, get involved. I think that's one of the hardest things, as he mentioned, for people to do is actually feel like they, they have to get involved because we as conservatives, generally conservative people, don't necessarily want to have to be involved politically. But if we're not, I've been telling people, we get, we get the government that we deserve. And what I mean by that is, is if we're not active, if we're not out there holding our government accountable, then we get what we deserve. And I think too many people myself included, have been very complacent over the years. You know, I've been very vocal about what I would like to see, but I didn't take the steps to actually make that happen. So at this point, running for school board in Paradise Valley Unified School District, uh, there are three seats available out of five. So our hope is that we can get three conservative uh, voices on that school board to hold them accountable. We would then be the ones that would be able to to implement these types of policies when going back to school. And for me, as a parent, that'd be very important. And I can only imagine other parents would want that, that protection as well as from someone with a conservative, logical mindset, which I don't feel that they have on the majority of the school boards that I've been witness to. I don't think there's a lot of common sense that's used in practice. I think they look at everything from a, 
uh, quote unquote, scientific standpoint, not taking into account the reality that people and families deal with. And do you have a website for your run? Or are you planning to eventually come out with one? Or um, I may. Uh, again, this is going to be very grassroots. I'm not out there trying to raise a bunch of money from different lobbyists or political action committees. I'm not trying to get backed by anyone. So this will really be just more of a, we'll probably run a, a slate within the school district of the other conservatives and we'll all kind of help each other out. But I will be gathering signatures. You can find me on Facebook, Steve Daniels. Uh, you can add me on there and I, I'd appreciate any support because uh, we need it. And I would implore other parents get involved. You know, run for school board, do something, show up, show up to school board meetings, you know, email the board members, email the superintendent, express your opinion. That's the only way that we can actually make changes is if we put pressure on these people because the squeaky wheel gets the grease. And unfortunately, the, the progressive left has been very vocal and very loud in pushing their radical agenda. And that's why we're seeing what we've seen over the last decades is the radical agenda has been implemented in our schools because they are very loud. Okay. Uh, so we're at the end of my show. And uh, is there anything that you'd like to promote at all? Uh, I don't really have anything. Again, I try to okay. keep this, uh, I try to keep politics and, and business separate okay. as much as possible. So I do appreciate that. But yeah, just join Purple for Parents. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, and uh, I appreciate the time. Okay, uh, thank you for coming on, Steve, and I wish you good luck with the race, and I th think you would do an excellent job. He's been very involved with uh, education. And he's a local activist, and he stands for freedom. He's done a lot. He's volunteering his time. I mean, you have a busy schedule. You have a family. You have children, and you're still fighting for freedom and volunteering your time, so thank you for all you do. Oh, you're welcome. Take Thank you. And, uh, and listeners, uh, this is Kristen Harper, and thanks for uh, tuning in. And I have two websites if you would like to learn more about me at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com. I do offer hair analysis, quantum biofeedback, Ness Health, and brainwave entrainment, and then my speaking website, kristenharperspeaks.com. I'm a health and wellness speaker. If you could please give the show five stars on iTunes. If you would like to sponsor the show, or you can uh, send me an email to kristen at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com or kristen at kristenharperspeaks.com. And then also, if you would like to, I was just recently interviewed on the new Mind Creator podcast talking about health and wellness, uh, the unconscious mind, who my heroes are in the health and wellness space, as well as uh, spirituality, which I'm a big fan of uh, meditation. You can go to social media, uh, find me on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and listen to the podcast. Wishing all of you a healthy and happy week. Thank you for being a part of the show this week. Tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with your host, Kristen Harper, can be heard live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Kristen can't wait to speak again next week. 